Hello, dear listener. You're about to listen to the not only but all inclusive if podcast. If you have a nervous disposition, I suggest you turn off now. Boo! You were warned. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, enjoy Mr. Freddie Ball and Mr. Ian Lee on the not only but all inclusive if podcast. <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's nearly over. It is. It is. It's almost Freedom Day. No, I wasn't talking about that. What? This is the penultimate show in this series. Uh, series it, one. I call it Freedom Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, dear dear listener, we are going for a summer recess where Ian and I will be. Um, well, I think I'm going surfing. Are you? On the net, yeah. Oh, that's nice. What are you doing during your holiday, darling? Um, I'm going to stop a new radio show. So you are? Would you like to tell the listener what it is and why? On Deluxe Radio Gold. Oh. Oh, no, Deluxe Gold. Oh. Yes, breakfast. it's it's the show after the breakfast show, mid-morning. So it's, Nine. Not, it's not Deluxe, it's Deluxe Gold. Yes, it's uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, nothing past the 90s. Was that kilohertz? No, that's the years. It's on the internet. It's uh, one of those radio stations. Oh, one of those digital ones. Yes. Ever so modern that you can get on anything. Uh, yes. Including a, 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 one of those um, uh, no. grapefruit with one of those... Infected with a potato plugged into it. Plugged in, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You can get, get it on one of those and all. Mm-hmm. How good is that? Fucking brilliant. Amazing. 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 I'm glad you're back on the radio. Yes, I'm glad I'm back on the radio as well. I mean, I'm I'm loving this, and we'll be doing this again in September. We shall be doing this again. Yes, but this is the penultimate one. We're not finished. We're not saying goodbye yet. No, no, no. Next next week. Next week is the is the end of the series. The first series, series one. Is it next week? Could could be the week after. No, I think it's next week. Is it? Oh, I've just kicked me mics down. I I saw. So remember on the first one we were talking about making tea. Yes. And uh, I explained to you how uh, you could pour, put the tea in the water in the tea bag. They go for a wee and come down. You've got a perfect cup of tea. Yeah, you're obviously not weeing in the in the in the cup. You're going to the loo and then pouring your boiling water in there. Depends how you like it. <laughs> I don't like a warm cup of piss. I've got to be honest with you. Tea tastes like piss. Well, I've, wor- I've worked out uh, another way to make a great cup of tea is to agitate the tea bag. So when you put the tea bag in, and I, I don't mean go oi. You tea bag, you are a fucking arsehole. Uh, that, that's that's not agitating the tea bag. Shit quality tea bag. You are a the wanker of tea bags. <laughs> that's not agitating the tea bag. That's aggravating the tea bag. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it could come out of the cup and hit you over the head with a spoon. <laughs> yes. Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got you got to stir it, not squash it. Stir it with, uh, with yeah, the spoon. I've heard that. And and let the let flavour flood out. Let to quote the advert, to quote an advert, let flavour flood out, but don't try not to squash it because then you can end up with a bitter cup of tea. Ah. So I just thought that was an addendum to the very first show. That's a good addendum. I it was a good addendum. It was that one of the Horcruxes in Harry Potter. Was a Horcrux? Mm, I can't go into it right now. Is that where you find a prostitute's fanny in a Horcrux? <laughs> Possibly. I know it's a crutch. A oh, whore crutch. It's a whore's crutch in Hogwarts, yes. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> the, other, the other best way to make tea is to get your son's 
girlfriend to make it for you. That's she's made this one, and it's um that is the best cup. Wait, yeah, she's made a delicious cup of tea. Hang on, sniff this. Oh, that's nice. Taste it. That is a lovely cup of tea. Fucking great, was that? Oh, it were. It were bloody marvellous. Bloody marvellous. It were bloody marvellous. <laughs> hey, So, I fell over a wall. I saw the photograph. Yeah, I sort of showed you the wall. I haven't showed you my leg. The bruising's just starting to go oh, down. Oh, blimey, but yeah. my knee is still swollen. And if... Oh, hello. Somebody, somebody is unprofessional and didn't put their phone on silent in the studio. Oh, it's so just one of the fans saying, oh, I can hear you on the... Uh, <laughs> well, they can't because we haven't put it out yet. No, I'm just trying. We, we're still here. You're doing it again. Frederick, please. Professionalism, darling. I've muted it now. I was telling you about my leg. You were. <laughs> some, some rude person's going, deleting ding. <laughs> They're asking to see pictures. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I tripped over this and I've done my knee in it. And if I touch my knee on something, like say you're getting something out the back of the car and you touch your knee accidentally on the bumper. <gasps> Oh, I, I got on the roof of the car really quickly and didn't know how I got up there. <laughs> it, it's that bad. So you won't be taking the knee then for uh, oh no any foreseeable future. Oh, I might take somebody else's knee off them and get uh, get it replaced with mine. You see, if you didn't want to take it and you was f- afraid of being uh, race baited or cancel culture or all those other things that, that, that's going on at the moment, you could just say to Gareth Southgate, "Can't take the knee, boss. I uh, fell o- over a wall." Yeah. But then again, I wouldn't be playing football. Have you seen? Have you seen the state of me? They put me in goal just just to stand there. Nothing would get past me. <laughs> just to fill up the gap. Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I did a gig the other day uh, in the in the garden yep. of this old people's home, playing yes. in inside into the home, and the big French doors were open, and nobody complained about the draft because I was standing in the doorway. <laughs> I am a draft. In fact, if I don't make it as a radio career, that is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to be a draft excluder for old people. <laughs> it's seasonal work, but hey, yeah, <laughs> you get to sit down a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, you can you can uh, keep the cold out. Yeah, and keep the hot in. Yeah, yeah. I can increase the hot as well just by farting. If you could find somebody who makes thermal underwear that's either thermal at the back or front, you know, for the change of the seasons. No, it's just thermal all round. You don't want thermal all round in the summer, though, do you? you my, s- my dad used to wear thermal underwear all year round. Oh, my God. Because he worked uh, in... He was in kosher poultry, and he worked in the pre-packed department. And working in the pre-packed department, you've got to go into the freezers. Of course. So he always wore his thermal underwear. I understand that. You know, I worked at the butchers myself. My boss used to look like... Um, what's his name? Uh, Kirk Douglas? No, no, no. What's his Count name? Count Arthur uh, Strong? I don't know. No, the guy who went to Everest, not Everest, uh, North, uh, Ted Malt, North Pole, Ted Malt. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Ted Malt, did he? Anyway, he used to dress up like. Uh, this is a feather. Look at this. <laughs> if it's soundproof, that's the thing. If it's soundproof and airproof, why? How can the bloke hear him say, "All right, let it go, Harry." Because he, he put his thumb up. Want me money back? He put his thumb up. That's why. I don't know who put his thumb up, but where is they had a smile on their face and that gave the geezer the uh Okay, Louis <laughs> I think he said the line. I think he said the line. Do it anyway, fuck it. I heard that. Pardon. Windows open. <laughs> 
Anyway, your boss, what do you, who do you look like? Ernest Shackleton. Ernest, who the fuck's Ernest Shackleton? Well, he's one of them people who went up to the North Pole or South Pole or somewhere. We went somewhere cold anyway. Oh, right. But it would be the middle of summer and my boss would come out wearing a face, scarf around his face. Yeah. A bobble hat pulled down over his head. Yeah. Big gauntlet things. And yeah. He'd have a body warmer. Yeah. And then a white coat and a jacket over the top. Wow. And it would be 40 degrees outside, but he would be doing the freezers all day. <sighs> Imagine that. What a great job. He's the only person who had a frozen dewdrop on the end of his nose. <laughs> in summer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you remember those working in the cold and having those little icicles coming out of your nostrils and it would just run and it'd form a little drop? Oh. Well, we, we don't really, you know, you, you do get that in this country, but I remember, as you know, from, from the first series, show number three or four, I believe, when I was in Russia during the winter months, it was November to January, I haven't got any balalaika music. But... I had a fox fur hat. Yes. And uh, it just is so warm. Yes. And it, it was it was minus 27 degrees. Where, where did you stay? In Moscow. Where the fox hat? <sighs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was on a, my way to a meeting at the Radisson Hotel one evening. Oh, the Radisson yes. in Moscow. Yes. Comrade. Yes, the Moscow Radisson. And um, I, I, I could actually feel myself sweating under this hat. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I had a suit and tie and this, that and the other. Yeah. I also made the mistake of wearing leather shoes, which meant I fell over once or twice. But the thing is, you fall over in that temperature, yeah. you don't get wet. No. You just get up and brush it off. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's colder than your freezer. Yeah. So halfway across the bridge, I took this hat I've off. never sat in my freezer. Oh, we do it all the time here. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. A big freezer. We like to keep our assets frozen. Oh, I bet you do. Took this hat off. By the time I got Bollocks as well. over the Moskva, yeah. there were lumps of ice in my hair oh. where the sweat had frozen. <sighs> yeah, absolutely, honestly. And you see it a lot, especially like with my beard now. If you see bearded people in Russia, yeah. all of their... Beard? Uh, breath exhalations. Yes. And so it just freezes. So they've got like ice around their, around their mouth. Oh. Around their mouth. Get chillblains on their face. Yeah. That's horrible. You wouldn't want a blowjob off of a hairy woman. <laughs> With icicles <laughs> hanging from her bum fluff. <laughs> Hang on, you're doing it wrong if you're getting a blowjob from a hairy woman with icicles hanging in her bum fluff. That ain't a blowjob. Was, uh, no, we, That's a treat, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go up that route. <laughs> you started it, mate. <laughs> Oh, oh, you've got you've got all this gorilla glue lying around. I have, yeah, I'm stuck on it. <laughs> you've got gel, you've got glue. I like the gel. Yeah, yeah. I used it the other day. It was great. Well, I was repairing my nan's little. Um, I don't know what you call this. Is it a perfume? Perfume bottle. It is, I think. Yes, that's a stopper. Yeah, I think it's just it's, it's attractive for the benefit of the listener. I'll try not to keep it in my mic stand, but I'm a bit clumsy today. For the benefit of the, of the listener, this is a pearlescent um, porcelain uh, little thing made by a company called Foreign, and it's got a pink rose, which is... How do you know Elaine's poor? What? You just said it's porcelain. Yeah, it's porcelain. <laughs> anyway, it's got a, a three green leaf motif and a, and a pink rose, and it's got a flared somewhat... Uh, it's just some fucking antiques roadshow, you know. It's a podcast. I think it would realise in auctions somewhere between five and six. <laughs> fucking Arthur Negus all of a sudden. Bob. 
Anyway, have you ever fell asleep at the theatre? <laughs> yes, I have, and I have a good excuse. What's yours? Well, I, I just fall asleep. You know what I'm like. I can fall asleep on, on, on a washing line. Yeah, I know, I've heard. I, I love the theatre, and I go to the theatre with my daughter. Uh, because she works in the theatre and she gets these cheap tickets. Oh, fantastic! Sometimes her boyfriend, uh, partner Charlie, doesn't uh, doesn't get time off at the same time as she does. Ah, oh. so uh, they can't go together. And then she asks either me or uh, her brother. Right. And it's normally me, because <laughs> my son is so busy at the moment with his rapid and shit. He's a raven and a misbehaving and a moaning and a groaning on the microphone and about rapping. It's early for Christmas, though, isn't it? My friend used to do rapping at Selfridges. No, no, this is rapping with your words, mate. Oh. Uh, Anyway, so uh, we we went to see um, the musical production of Wind in the Willows. Oh, lovely. With Rufus Hound as Toad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, who else was in it? Gary Wilmot was in it. Oh, brilliant. I like Gary Wilmot. He was great. And uh, somebody else who was famous. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, um, what we'd done is we'd gone up on the train on this rather warm day. And I'm not the best at travelling. No. So I came over a little bit Tom and Dick. All right. And when uh, when we got there, I thought, well, I have a bit of food. That should ease my stomach and I'll be fine. Uh, so we went to Five Guys and I threw up my chips. You threw up your chips? I didn't have a burger. I just had chips and I threw up my chips. What, in the theatre? No, in in uh, Five Guys, in their uh, toilet. Oh. So I thought, I oh, know what, we'll find a chemist. Went to a chemist, got some travel sick tablets because I didn't have mine on me. I normally keep some more here. Were they quills or sea legs or? They were they, they, they were Boots own brand. Oh. But they make you drowsy. Of course they do. Yeah. And there's me sitting there waiting for the curtain to go up. <laughs> I'm gone. I, I missed the whole first half of the show. I was out like a bleeding light. Stop feeling sick after that. It was great. And I apologised to Rufus Hound afterwards. I called him afterwards and said, uh, I'm really sorry, Rufus, if you heard any snoring going out of the audience. It wasn't because I was bored. It's because I, I was feeling travel sick. Because I'm a theatre critic. <laughs> yeah. I had to, take, had to take some medication. And he went, oh, don't worry. And it was all right. And uh, gave us tickets to go see it again. Ah. No, that would have been nice. He didn't. He just laughed it off. <laughs> my my story, I went to see the um, Mousetrap. The Mousetrap? Who did it? I can't tell you. Oh. I'm sworn to secrecy. But I went to see the Mousetrap. Are you really sworn to secrecy? Yeah, you have to, you have to agree to say nothing. <gasps> but um, I, we went. Is that why they've never made a film of it? Oh, quite possibly, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been up... It's. I think it's been... Up the West End now since... 40-odd years? No, 40 BC. Oh, <laughs> Methuselah was, yeah. was the guest of honour, was he? Well, Jesus played a baby in the first, <laughs> first, first show season. Anyway, we went to see it. My my, my ex-wife's mother, my, my first mother-in-law, yes. um, decided it would be a good idea to go and see what the fuss was about. So right. I thought, yeah, OK, let's go. So it's only a little theatre. I don't know if anyone who's been will know this. And it, lo- it looks big from the outside. But whenever you go, it's never packed. There's only like a... Really? Yeah, because it's been on for like a fucking thousand years. Everybody everybody, and their dog has seen it. So anyway, we... That's a bit rough. There, there we are, sitting about halfway up the auditorium. Yes. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, just 
Someone shouts, it's behind you. In my peripheral vision, two yeah. people are making their way along. Bearing in mind the theatre is practically empty. Making their way along the row to sit about five seats away from me. And it was right. that famous television cook. Who? Rusty Lee. No. <laughs> she made herself her presence known. Oh, right, okay. By doing that. Yeah. Before the show, obviously. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows so, it's Rusty. Oh, it's Rusty, it's Rusty and Rusty Lee. Wasn't Faith Brown doing a Rusty Lee impression then? Well, it became really embarrassing because um, she immediately fell asleep. No. She immediately just was out. No. Like, yeah, it's like someone had shot her. No. And you could hear... Who shot her? <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to know that. It was like that. But she did do breakfast television. Throughout the whole fucking thing. No. Yeah. Oh. oh. It was really, really embarrassing. Could you not, like, poked her with a stick or something? Yeah. No, I should have I should have just gone... Well, the, the bloke with her was sitting there watching everything. I thought, you'd fucking nudge someone, wouldn't you? Yeah, but she did, I said she did breakfast TV at the time. She was probably up early. No, this was before breakfast was even invented. Well, yeah, that's what made her famous, though, breakfast TV. Was it? So it must have been when she was on breakfast TV. I've never eaten a TV for breakfast. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. I've been hungry, aren't I? All those circuits back (laughs) back when we had cathode ray tubes, you saved the best till last. Oh, Just wipe the static off it and I'll have it on a bit of toast. (laughs) Take the knobs off first, chew on that plastic. Oh, yes. I'd rather that than take the plastic off and chew on the knob. (laughs) You've always got to go with a UHF one. Uh, the VHF <laughs> ones are a little bit out of date. Yeah, the ultra high frequency. I'm yeah. afraid, isn't it? Yeah, they don't. They don't make them like they used to. Do you remember the old? Um, no, I don't. VHS, UHF television aerial for BBC Two. Uh yeah. Well, that, that was UHF. UHF, our one mm. indoors that, yeah. that sat atop our television set. Yes. Looked like somebody had pulled the wire off a dartboard yep. and fixed it to a coat hanger. Yeah. It was like. You had a posh one then. We used to get a fairly decent picture, especially like with colour and all the rest of it, but this thing just looked like a fucking. We we had a round, uh, round at the back and then two aerials like bunny ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we had one put on the roof and that was it. Ours looked like a bit like a metal tennis racket with the rim taken off. <laughs> and it, and it was that like, could be painful having your rim removed. It's very yeah. no shit. <laughs> very, <laughs> it was very off-putting because sometimes the area was more interested than the shit on the telly. So you just stand there hmm, looking at this wire, <laughs> this wire sculpture. <laughs> I went to the zoo the other day. <laughs> How'd you get out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bribed me way. I, I went to the zoo the other day and I, I said, "Oh look, there's a mongoose." And this woman said, "You can't call it a mongoose. It's a special needs goose now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> I'm telling you about the pufferfish. I'm, f- <laughs> oh, I'm offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's easily people are easily offended these days, aren't they? Oh god, I tell you oh, that. and they they get offended for the person for for somebody else. Yeah. They don't get offended for themselves. M- they, they get Munch- offended. Munchausen's offending by a proxy. That's it. By by by. Deed poll, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've had my very, very good friend Michael today. Yes. Who his his favourite pronoun is that he is a coloured man. Yes. A man of colour. No, no, no. Regardless of all that shit. Yeah. He says, he's sixty four. 
Is he? And when he, he said, gets older, losing his hair. He is a coloured man. He isn't black. He isn't black. You wouldn't see him in the dark if he is. He's not black, he's brown. Is he? He's brown. His hair is grey. Is he? I thought it was bald. No, he's grey. His, oh, his, right. his beard is grey and sort of dark brown. At no point anywhere on his body does he appear to be black. What, you've seen everything? I've known Mickey since I was 13, so yes. Oh, wow. And we have travelled the world together. I bet you have. We have. We've been to... Frozen in Moscow? Uh, no, we didn't go to Moscow. But oh, we, right. we, we went to Poland. We went to America. We went to Los Angeles. We went to Malta. We went to Spain. We went to Germany several times. We Ooh, went to France. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, well, I've been everywhere, man. You know, it's one of those slow realisation things we were talking a little while ago. We suddenly realised that we've been halfway around the world together. Without sort of like countries, oh, Mick, I'm going to um, Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. So, anyway. Hang on, newsreader style. Kuala Lumpur. Well, Mick Mick has been a man of colour, a coloured gentleman, all of his life. Well, we know that. And he is absolutely livid. Is he? With this... Is he? Is he taking tablets for lividness? Well, he said something that was quite interesting. He was talking about somebody... um, or not, not somebody, but quite a few people now are going on about systemic racism because it's so topical after the Euros. But he said... Is that the Timmy Euros? What system? Because I was hurt with that. What system? Yes. Is racist in exactly. this country? Which one? Is it sport? No. No. Music? No. It's the fans. Local government? No. It's the fans. Central government? No. It's the fans. It doesn't matter. I mean... It, it, you know, people get so excited at the moment about racists. They've always been there. They always will be there. But if I was to say to you, you can go out to dinner yeah, with either... There's two people want to go with you, and you've got to choose one of them. One yeah. of them's a racist, one of them's a paedophile. Yeah. Who are we going with? I'll go with you. <laughs> that wasn't an option. You're not a racist, are you? Or a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, the other thing is, it's like we suddenly get into thought control where let's stamp out racism. What are you going to do? You're going to round all the racists up and have like a Holocaust type extermination of anyone that's but How can you tell nobody wears armbands anymore? It's just fucking stupid. It's a complete and utter waste of energy. There are far, far more. I mean, nobody is dying in this country as a result of racism. No. Well, I don't know. They, they could be, but we don't know about it. Yeah. In what numbers? Um, uh, number 42. More or less than Number COVID. 78. More or less than COVID. Number 36. More or less than flu. More or less than... A lot less. Cancer, more or less than... A lot yeah. less. And, and all anyone's excited about is, oh, you know, Marcus Rashford and Sacco, they got... They, they got... Mickey did say one thing. He said... Go on. When these young black athletes, yeah. footballers and so on, they're usually at school and they get signed by Arsenal or Chelsea or someone... Do you think they take him into the office and say, look, by the time you're 18, 19, you could be earning £250,000 a week, have a great big five-storey house, couple of lovely cars, swimming pool, very attractive wife, but you might get a few racist taunts when you're on the pitch, so I'd steer clear of all that if I was you. No, they're not going to do that. If somebody said to me now, you can have two hundred fifty grand a week... Yeah. But you've got to be prepared to be called a fat, white, honky gammon. Yeah, I'd with say, a beard. I'd say, where do I sign? Exactly. <laughs> Me and all. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you got, got a bit serious? Have you got it? your soapbox? Uh, can I, let me just... There you go. That's it, I've put it away now. That's <laughs> it, it goes in there. Um, so, you've been everywhere with Mickey? I have, yes. Have you been to Mexico? 
No, everywhere I've been, I've been with him. Practically. Right. Like, no, I haven't been to Mexico. But you Shall know, we go there now? Well, I, I, actually, before we go, could I just say, I saw one of uh, one of our contributors to the uh, to the uh, section of the show we're going to next, last evening. Yeah. Yes, uh, a, a couple of, of people, actually. I saw Jack Moon, who was very, very annoyed that he hadn't received... His silver cupcake holder. I, I I brought them down last week and he wasn't there. Ah. I took them down and he was not there. Anyway, he is not. He hasn't given a word this week, has he? Yeah. Oh, he has. He has. Oh, see, well, he's he's done a U-turn. Last yes. night he said to me, "I'm not sending you another Mexican." Woman. And it, it turned up this morning. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And and yeah. And, and our friend Mike Ellison said he might. Uh... He contributed as well. Yes. And I have to I have to give a mention as well to the lovely Sarah Humphreys. Sarah Humphreys. She was very, very good to me last night. Very, very nice. I, I was in some pain last night. Was you? Yeah, I, I thought was. you were in the pub. I was, yeah, that was the pain. Ah, and, um, yeah, I can't she, say that. It's a lovely pub. It is a lovely pub. But she was very, very nice, very lovely. And what a voice. What a voice. Already. A voice like an angel. <laughs> yes, she has a voice like an angel. But a very loud angel. Yeah, like an <laughs> angel with bollocks. <laughs> Shall we go south of the border? <laughs> I think we should. Here we go. Mexican word of the day today. Mexican word of the day. Ole! Mexican word of the day today. Mexican word of the day. The first word is suck it. Suck it? Oh, yeah, suck it. And suck Hey, bitchy. <laughs> Are you going to suck it or what? It's Mexican word of the day. Ole. So the next one comes from our good friend, Jack Moon. Ah. Oh, yeah, he sent this one in. Cheat. Cheat. As in, you cheat me out of something. Cheat. That's cheat. the word. My friend told me a joke. I laughed so much, I almost cheat myself. It's Mexican word of the day. It's the last one next time on this show. Please don't cry. I tell you why. You can't wait. You have to stay. It's Mexican word of the day. Olay. <laughs> oh dear me yes. I can't wait for the album to come out <laughs> If it's a long player is it Mexican word of the month <laughs> Mexican word of the LP <laughs> Oh dear me Oh I've enjoyed those I'm glad, I'm glad we brought those back Yeah they were good they're, They are an institution They're like a national treasure They are yeah, Just like you You're a national treasure Am I? I should be buried in no, a chest. No, you should be buried, yeah, yeah, buried in a chest somewhere. Somewhere nobody knows. That's why my ex-wife, I used to call her treasure because she had a sunken chest. <laughs> and not that she sang like Davy Jones. Well, she couldn't breastfeed the children because they weren't allowed to eat off the floor. <laughs> Two old women sitting there, she went, I've had enough of life, I want to commit suicide. What do you reckon I should do? She said... She, Get a gun. She said, put it, un put it under your left boob. She said, and pull the trigger. That'll do the job. <laughs> Next week, she sees a friend who's leg bandaged up. She said, why am I shot my kneecap off? 
<laughs> oh uh, dear me, the old ones are still the old ones, uh, aren't they? Ah, uh, yeah, they are. <sighs> I always thought, you know, women spend lots of money on breast implants. And yeah, I just have this brilliant idea, and I think it's a goer. Go on, how do you know she's a goer? Have your nipples pierced, yeah. as I have? Yeah. Put a chain round your neck. Two rings through your nipples, yeah. attaching to the chain like braces. So yeah. it holds your nipples up in the air. <laughs> right, stops them hanging down. Yeah, but that your... stops them from sagging. Work. They don't want socks lifted up. Socks with no feet in lifted up. <laughs> they want them round like they were when they were younger. That's why they have boob jobs. Ah, uh, but you know they weren't always like that when they were younger. I mean, I know girls that were had two fried eggs and nipples like you know yeah. thumbnails. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they've got great big bazookas. Yeah. yeah. But that's what they want. It makes them happier. Nipples like saucers. What I, what I don't guess. Nipples like saucers. <laughs> you mean areola like saucers? Yeah. Nipples, nipples, nipples like pygmies cocks. <laughs> there you go, looking at strange men's nether regions again. Well, You've been told about that. I'm imagining. <laughs> what I still don't get are these women that have have their, their, their lips done. And you see photos of them before, and they were beautiful. Yeah. Now, now they they look they look either look like a duck, a cod, or they look like a Neanderthal woman, like really unintelligent because their lips sticking out. Go, it's like Goofy without the teeth holding the lip up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they've been uh, involved in apiary, yeah, and uh, been stung around the gob. <laughs> <laughs> and they think it looks. Yeah. Do they not? Do they not actually go to 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 a, a guy that they know or, or a boyfriend and go, "What do you think of this look?" and call it up and they'll go, "Nah, you look like a fish." Yeah, I mean, you want to spend the rest of your life going, and the, the, for some of them, they can't drink. They have so much shit put in their lips. Yeah. They can't drink out of bloody bloody cups and glasses. They have to have a straw. I know, and it is. <laughs> But then we're talking about the sort of woman that has her breasts pumped up to some ridiculous size. I ain't arguing with that. Then her lips, like, so she looks like a trout. And then, just because, like, they don't know what to do next, they shave their eyebrows off and draw them back on. Oh, that's funny, that is. <laughs> yeah, but some, some people actually lose their eyebrows and can't have them. They don't grow back. So I think that's a good idea to draw them on. But, yeah, don't shave them off and then draw them on. Um, draw them on. They look like fucking slugs. Well, they look like you, you've started a slug farm on the top of your face. Well, I saw a woman, I thought to myself, I thought Charlie Caroli was I was just going to say, they end up looking like Charlie Caroli. Charlie Caroli. Charlie Caroli <laughs> never realised that he was starting such a started huge a trend. trend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me, you know, we've been doing this too long now. We, we, we're actually saying the same things at the same time. <laughs> I, I've got a great idea. Why not? Why not get a horse? Yeah. Get his back legs, yeah. feet, yeah. hoofs, hoofs. Called, yeah. and put a load of, like, black charcoal or something. On, and get him to kick you in the face at the, the right point. On the horseshoe, yeah. yeah. And do a handstand, let him kick you in the face. Voila, Charlie Caroli eyebrows. <laughs> and if he gets you in your mouth, your lips will go up as well. <laughs> <laughs> See, I could do plastic surgery. Oh, dear me. I've sussed it out. <laughs> Easy, isn't it? Easy. Yeah, oh this. By the way, uh, I've had a little bit of interest of, of my lipo, um, my lipo transplant that yeah. we talked about last week. If you'd like to be get in touch, it's studio at the ifpodcast.org. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or find us on Facebook under the If Podcast. Where you can find us very willing to part with bodily fluids and fat. <laughs> oh dear, it's time to go for it. 
Oh, it ain't. Is it? It is. Enjoy me, sir. No, it's time to go. We've got to say goodbye. Goodbye? Goodbye. uh, Au revoir, because we're back next week. We are au revoir. This is not goodbye. I think think next week I'm going to have a look. I'm going to have a little look at, um, and I'll let you know exactly when the the last show is. Um, The last show is not next week, it's the week after. This is the penultimate of penultimate shows. Yes, it's the penultimate penultimate show. Yes, that's why we allowed you to go a little bit um, serious for five minutes. Because I don't want people just to think that we're shallow thinking morons. I want them to think we're... Thinking intelligent morons. <laughs> <laughs> from this moron to that moron, I'm going to say goodbye from me, Ian Lee, from Freddie Ball. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the not only but all inclusive If Podcast, starring Mr. Freddie Ball and Mr. Ian Lee, and produced by Mr. Stuart Farquhar. Stupid what? No, Stuart Farquhar. Once again, thanks for listening. See you next time. Take care.